Next Chapter Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, my name is Miriam Laube and I'm the senior producer of the Play On podcast series. Today, it is my great pleasure to have the chance to talk with the playwright who translated Midsummer Night's Dream into modern English verse for Play On Shakespeare, the incomparable, the beautiful, the incredibly talented, Mr. Jeff Witte. Jeff is a Tony Award-winning writer whose plays and musicals include Avenue Q, Bring It On, Tales of the City, The Further Adventures of Hedda Gabler, and Head Over Heels, which we worked on together at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. Jeff also wrote the screenplay for the film Can You Ever Forgive Me, which was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay and won the award for Adapted Screenplay from the Writers Guild of America and the Independent Spirit Awards. I am so honored to have with me now my dear friend and colleague and my sometimes muse, Jeff Whitty. Oh, Miriam, it's so, that's so, what a lovely introduction. Thank you so much. And you are, you are my muse, as you know. Oh. There's we, months of iambic pentameter between <laughs> that we us, done together. Yes. Months between <laughs> us, months of iambic. But listen, Jeff, I want to ask you a quick first question. So what was the first piece of art you remember that affected you as a child? Now, it could be a play, a piece of music, a movie, painting. <sighs> Gosh, that's a really good question. I mean, I would say like the Brady Bunch <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I've got to say, I mean, there was, you know, there's, there was lots, lots that affected me, but the one that I really draw from a lot is, was in 1982, I was 11 and, um, I remember I went to go see E.T. Ah. and I knew dad had seen it uh, out of town when they were out of town and they were like oh, we can't wait to show you this and I remember coming out of it feeling this incredibly warm glow like in my heart center uh, uh and it was the first time you know because I, I really I still uh, think it's it's such a brilliant brilliant movie um and it holds up amazingly well it's still really funny and and but it was this feeling of coming out of it like the show was still going on when I left uh -huh. the theater, it was the first time I'd experienced that. And I've, I've experienced it like, you know, since several times, but, but this was the first time. And that has always been my, uh, my 
goal ever since was to leave the audience with that warm glow in their heart. It's something that I studied even. What are the pieces? What are the components of it that that in ET and in, in, in other things that, that have left me with that, you know, and it's such oh. a rare, wonderful feeling that I, you know, that there's a science to it. Yeah, I, I love I this. So so I want to ask you about the science because that's, first of all, I love the description of the warm glow. Like, I want to leave people with a warm glow. So what is the science of leaving people with that? What what are the components? It's authenticity uh, uh-huh. is <clears throat> is what I would say. And authenticity is something, I mean, the, tr- the truth of authenticity I've discovered is that everything is authentic. It's just some of it is unbelievably disappointingly so. So, <laughs> but there's, but there's, uh, when something is, is, is authentic, I, I say there are certain kinds of authenticity are closer to God than others. Oh. The, the, the ones that are close to God are where they have a very strong point of view. And in a, you know, in any entertainment medium, that point of view has to be a single point of view that a lot of people are, put, are, are carrying off. Um, and it has to really, really bring you from the 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 highest joys to the lowest, lowest depths of despair. Um, you know, which Angels in America does is another example. Yes. E.T. Yes. You know, that that uh, and that there's a real sense of care and consideration and love of the audience's experience, which is is um, it's it's something that incredibly is kind of the last thing considered in a, a lot of times is what is the audience's experience, you know? So it's, it's that tricky thing of balancing self-expression with attending to the audience. Um, oh, that's a beautiful so that's, way to put it. Yeah. So self-expression uh, uh, alongside attending to the audience and that self-expression includes the, um, uh, everything from joy to um, grief. Yeah, it's like a full 360. That you take people on a full 360 in a way. Mm-hmm. You know? Interesting. And so you mentioned Angels in America did that for you. So E.T. was the first, Angels in America. Are there others in for you that have done that in more recent times? Showgirls. <laughs> 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 no, actually, <clears throat> Showgirls. Showgirls gets into camp, which yes. is where where you're enjoying the lack of attention to the audience experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, much, uh, yeah. So much, but it doesn't really leave you leave you uh, with the warm glow so much. I'll say, oh god, another one was uh, Cheek by Jowl. Oh uh, yes, the London Theatre Company did an As You Like It. That yes. was uncut, like they uh-huh. didn't cut anything, and it was in a weird way a great. Uh, uh, it's something I thought a lot about while writing the Midsummer. Um, what they managed to do was make all of the jokes land, yeah, and in this depth, incredible depth of feeling uh, that I'd never seen in As You Like It before. Um, and that was another one. I just left the theater absolutely blown away. This is Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On podcast series. I hope you're enjoying this conversation with the creatives behind the scenes. 
To listen to the full interview, join the Play On supporting cast for just $5 a month, which by the time you hear this might be less than you'll pay for a gallon of gas. You'll get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. You'll also enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series. Subscribe today for $5 a month. Join the cast. Go to ncpodcast.com and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Next Chapter Podcasts.